The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. And welcome to Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman here. Tuesday, January the 9th. Playoffs. That's it. That's all I got to say. It's playoffs. That's it. This is what we've been waiting for. What happens in the playoffs? Yeah, good season. Good season, Cowboys. 12 and 5. Okay. But what do they do in the playoffs? Well, here we are. Here we are. Now it's time to get after it, if you will. Uh, Cowboys taking on the Green Bay Packers. Ice Bowl doesn't matter. None of those 90s games matter. Dez catch doesn't matter. The Aaron Rodgers throw on the sideline doesn't matter. None of that matters. It, it's it's cool to talk about. We'll probably have some stuff on the website and all that historical stuff. But, you know, I, I thought what Mike McCarthy said yesterday was, was very telling. And, uh, you know, this is, what, this is what I like about Mike. I really do. He's just a real dude. He's just a real person. And when he makes mistakes, he, he, he admits it. I, I like that. I like that he said, I, I regret what I did last year. Last year, they went up to Green Bay in the middle of the season and lost that game. And But he, you know, I think he said something in front of the team. He, he was honest. He was honest then. This, this matters to me. I'm not going to lie and say that it doesn't. I'm human. Human. It matters. I want to go up there and beat Green Bay. I spent my whole you know, coaching, head coach career here. My family lived here. The kids grew up here. I want to win this game. And it was close. They should have won. They didn't. They lost at the end. And it was tough. And But he said, I regret that. I shouldn't have put that on the players. It doesn't matter about the player. This is a player's game. They don't need that. They need to go win the game. So this, you know, this week he's like – None of that matters. Who cares who they're playing? Let's just go win the game. Uh, you know, he, he said he regretted that decision, and he's putting focus on that because none of that helps them win. So it's cool to talk about and all that, and there's people that have already seen it on Twitter, seen it. Man, I'm worried about the Packers, what they've done. Okay, that guy isn't here, and that guy's the reason why the Cowboys have lost so many games. Um, but but he's... He's not here. He's in New York. And even if he was, who knows what would happen. It's a different team, different year. So going to get that out there and say it. All right. 888-855-2297 is the number to call. The text line is 817-290-3298. You can do both. we got uh, calls and texts already ready to go. So let's get started. Josh is in San Francisco. What's up, Josh? We'll see you in a few weeks. I'm kidding. Maybe. I, I hope so. Maybe. It's, it's a, you know, it's. The scary thing is, I expect to win these next two playoff yeah, games. Scary to get to that game, but yeah. I don't expect to win that championship game, or I wouldn't expect to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if that makes sense, but well, what what it's saying is, is you think the Cowboys are like the fourth or fifth best team, or third or fourth best team in the league, which is where the power rankings have the Cowboys, if that matters at all. But they're about that. So, which if you're the third or fourth best team, then you probably should go to the NFC Championship game. And not expected to win. I mean, that's the way. That's the way it is. That's why they have rankings. That doesn't mean they always hold true, but that's the way they are. Uh, one thing I wanted to say: last time I called in, I called in during the San Francisco week or after the game, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I talked about the physicalness of the team and how they had to bring it. Because I was, you know, seeing the way San Francisco their style of play. But now I, I'm kind of changing my tone here. I, I just feel like you are who you are now. We're in the playoffs, and I don't feel like we should try to match that physicalness. You need to bring some physicalness to that game, but don't don't outwit yourself. I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to get at. You know, and uh, when they if we get to that game, you know, which I hope we do because it would be a great game to watch. Um, and uh, I, I feel like we could get them. I, we usually have we're usually better the second time around. Um, with whether it's the adjustments or the coaching, testament to the coaching and, and all that. But uh, anyhow, uh, one thing that I wanted to ask, I, I actually got two different questions, but right. you, you, the, your opening here was uh, on McCarthy. And mm-hmm. I was thinking last week, uh, last week McCarthy said he, he found out about Zach Martin, what, right before the game? Yep. Um. So I'm thinking maybe that was a good thing because sometimes I feel like McCarthy he gets in his own way sometimes or he he just 
tries to do too much or, or, or outthink himself or something like that. And it, it shows in the flow of the game sometimes of his play calling and, and offensively. And I just felt like, well, maybe that was a good thing that, that he didn't have time to do anything because we just went out there with what we had planned to begin with. I mean, that's how it looked. Um, okay. I could be wrong. But, All right. Uh, what else you got? So one, uh, one, uh, one thing I just want to throw out there, and don't, don't just throw it away here, just think about it, is because on defensively, the defensive side, I feel like we need to really shore up the running game. I, I think we've done a better job of it, but we haven't really played those teams yet. And um, what I wanted to get at was, what do you think about doing moving maybe Sam Williams and putting him in, in some kind of package where he is an off-the-ball linebacker and, and just kind of playing around with the package like that. Uh, I, I feel like he has the speed. I think he's kind of a missile out there. He could go sideline to sideline. And uh, his physicalness there that we, we could use in, in certain situations. So, anyhow, All I right. just wanted to throw out. Thanks All right. for the call. Thank you, Josh. All right. Um, the Zach Martin thing, I mean, I, that doesn't make sense to me, honestly. Um, he, he was sick. They figured it out. I mean, you you play the backup. I mean, that's that's all. I mean, I don't understand what if you think that that McCarthy's going to ch- make what kind of changes is he going to make. I mean, you, you play the guys that are available. And so you play T.J. Bass, you, and then okay, he, he's playing for Tyler. And then, oh, Zach's out? Well, now you play Hoffman. He's playing for him. So that, it, whether or not they have 24 hours, 48 hours, a whole week, that's kind of what, what you would do. Um, Lyle Collins wasn't ready to play. He just got here. He wasn't ready to play in, in the system and all that. So they took him on the trip, but he wasn't he wasn't ready for that. So I don't know what other options there were. And then I don't know if I agree with that, honestly. I think McCarthy, I think they do a good job with the next man up mentality. So, uh, And then as for Sam Williams, uh, we've been asked that before here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think if you're doing that, I think that's an offseason move. I don't think it's a move right now. I think that, uh, you know, Sam Sam Williams is a they, – they figured out different ways for him. They put him on some on special teams. Um but at his point in his career and from a development standpoint, there's a lot more to it to play linebacker. Uh, you, you need to be uh, aware of, of, of a lot of positions uh, other than just kind of staying on the edge, rushing the passer and all that. He, I don't think he's ready for that. Um, and so he could physically, he could probably do it. I just don't think this is the time to move him there and to make that kind of move. And then it's something to do in the off season. And he's probably not, gonna want that I, I don't I mean that's not really his call but um you know I we've seen that before with players you know where you is he a linebacker is he a rusher and sometimes when that happens it's not good and the guy that, that I can think of is Kyle Wilbur was a player like that where you know what is he and sometimes position flex is a good thing sometimes it can be a bad thing because you you never really know how to you know, put yourself in, in the off season and conditioning wise and your weight and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't think it's a great idea right now. Keep Sam Williams doing what he's doing. Uh, you know, he, he can, he can, he's an athletic player. He can play, but you know, he's got to work on penalties. Penalty, I mean, he has way too many penalties for a guy that doesn't play a whole lot. So there's a lot more to it there than, than that. All right, let's go to Irene in Virginia. Next caller. Hey, Nick. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, doing well, doing well. Okay, I'm going to start with my questions first. Um, so the, the the one thing that can or two things that concern me with Green Bay are uh, quarterback that can run a little bit, yep. and then the wide receivers they have a ton of them. They have that speedster Jaden Daniels, especially worries me. Um, Helped me win my fantasy championship, but anyway, uh, Green Bay doesn't seem to score those. So it's a little confusing. What they have all these weapons and they seem to move the ball, but they don't score. So I haven't watched them enough to understand why that is. But I mean, that bodes well for us because I think we'll be able to score pretty well yeah. on them. Um, <clears throat> question for you: Did, Was that a travel home game? Because can we even call that a road game? I what was the split in there? It was loud. Well, you you were there, right? I was there, and I those false starts with two in a row. After the first one, I yelled to the people next to me. I was like, "That was us. We caused that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it happened again. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that, crazy. Their own in their own place, you know. Yeah, but it seems like 
more than even usual. We always do well, but that that was a lot. Yeah, it, it did seem it was. It's always a lot, but it, it did seem like it was more in the sixty forty seventy thirty. You know, especially by the end of the game. But it did yeah. it did seem like it was a lot more Cowboy fans, which which you. You even said yourself, right, when you called last week that you weren't really going to go, but then when the game mattered, it's like, wow, let's, yeah. let's get there. So I think a lot of fans probably did yeah. that, and Washington fans, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. So Yeah, I was watching for the, t- well, the time it was going to come and then also the, the weather, but then I did it anyway. So the weather turned out great, though. Um, I have to tell – I know I, you, you both saw it on uh, Twitter, but I have to say it was crazy to me. I'm sitting there, so I actually went – um, I got a single ticket because I was tailgated with my club, the Northern Virginia Dallas Cowboys, but they got their tickets early and I needed to just not be in that section. It, they didn't have any more. They were really expensive. So anyway, I went to, you know, had a single ticket. So I'm surrounded by people, you know, we're having a good time. And at the end of the game, um, somebody points you out. I'm like, that's Nick Eatman. And I'm like, what? And he, he's like, no, he's, he's a writer for the team. I'm like, no, I know. I call his show. <laughs> and he's like, I do too. Jason in Delaware, shout out, man. Nice. Um, the Storyline family, that was awesome. It's not. We didn't intend to, to sit next to each other. It just kind of worked out. Um, We're growing. That was cool. I love it. It, it. it was awesome, man. But that's it. Um, but, yeah, the question on the on the wide receivers yeah. and running quarterback. Thank you. Got it. Thanks. Good call, Irene. Appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, we were able to see some people um, – uh, from there, and, and and there was a couple times, you know, during during the pregame where, you know, there there were people that were like, you know, hey, calling the show storyline, all that stuff. So that, that's really cool, and uh, you know, we we love that, that this thing's kind of growing, and you guys are <clears throat> becoming your own little family. I love it. Um, Jordan Love, he certainly can run the ball, and uh, and that's you're right about that. So that's a, that's a good point that you know, running quarterbacks, you know, they they always. They're always a problem. They're a problem for everybody, really, because you you try to get everybody, you know, covered up and tight ends, receivers going deep and all that stuff. And it's third and nine, and you've got it all done. And then he can break free and get fifteen yards and slide and get out of bounds and move the sticks. And that's that's what makes him who he is. I mean, that that's that's why these guys are drafted where they are because yes, they can throw it. Yes, they're they're smart, and they also can run the ball and and, and they're mobile in the pocket. So. He's going to be a problem. Now, you said they don't score a lot of touchdowns. I mean, he threw like 30, right? 30, 31. I mean, he's like in the top four or five. Um, Jordan Love did in this year. So they, he, he's passed some touchdowns around. Um, you know, at this point, you can look at it and say, man, nine and eight, how good are they? But, you know, you can also look at it and say, okay, that's three games different than the Cowboys. And you look at their division – and look at the Cowboys division. I mean, Cowboys had four games against the Giants and Commanders, and two obviously against the Eagles. And you know, and they they're they're playing two against the Lions, two against the 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 Vikings, two against the Bears. A little different, different. Um, and I'm not sure exactly who they matched up with um, on on uh, the AFC. I feel like maybe it was the the Ravens division, but um, but you know, I have it here. But either way. I mean, it's three games. It's it seems like a lot, but at the same time, you know their schedule. You know, I know they they actually played they played the um, the uh, the Chiefs, so they they were in that that division. So you know, and that's that's about the same, I guess, as the Cowboys. But either way, they're here. They're a playoff team. They're going to be bringing it. They got speed. They got receivers. Cowboys. Yeah, I think Gilmore's injury, which looks like he's going to be able to play, but that was kind of scary. And I remember thinking on the, in the you know out in the press box like. You don't want to be matched up with the Rams. You don't want to be matched up with Seattle. Um, now, Green Bay, they have obviously have NFL receivers as well, but um, I was thinking you know, that was going to be a problem if he was hurt, but it looks like he is going to be able to play. All right, Justin in Lubbock's next caller. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good. How are you? Doing great, man. Uh, one question I had was with uh, Tyler Smith's injury, I mean, I know it's different uh, NFL players are different animals, but me having that injury before, it's it's pretty painful. With Green Bay allowing, I think I saw that they're allowing 120 yards on the on the ground right now. Uh-huh. Would you would you let Tyler sit one more week and put in TJ Bass after what we've seen from him? Um, 
Is Tyler Smith ready? I mean, that's the question. If he's ready. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And he plays. If he's not ready, he doesn't play. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, there, there, there is no. And eh, let's let's hold him. If he's ready to go, he's yeah, got to play. Yeah, and this right. is it. Well, what's one more week? I mean, it could be one more. It could be one more month. I mean, I mean, what? It could be. This could be it. I mean, I. I it, it just. It's not a. It's not a mind game type thing. It's. Are you ready to play? Are you better than T.J. Bass right now? You know. I mean, right. he's always. He's going to be better if he's out there, but and healthy. But if he's not, if he's not better than TJ Bass, then I mean, you just play the guy that gives you a best chance to win. I mean, it really isn't that complicated. So, I mean, I hear, I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're like, hey, you can rest him one more week, but what does this week look like right I here against the Packers? So, right. and I think he's going to be yeah. the best option at guard. I really, Tyler, I think he is. But man, it sure was good to see Bass and Hoffman there because next year. We're going to be talking in training camp about depth and O-line and, and all that. Or not even training camp. How about in the offseason when right. things start to change and all that? I know it's going to happen. What do we do with Tyler? Tyron, do you move Tyler to left tackle? Can Bass play in? Is that your best five? All those kind of things because you were able to see T.J. Bass and Hoffman when they've got opportunities to play and they both have done a good job. So I think that's that's encouraging. But as far as best guy, I'm playing the best guy, yeah. and I think it's going to be Tyler. Yes, sir. And then real quick, last question. I know you've been with the Cowboys for quite a while. What's your confidence level level for you to finally see an NFC championship game this year? <laughs> All right, Justin. Thanks for the call. Um, it's a good question. It really is because it's conflicting. I mean, when, you, when you've never seen something, you don't expect to see it. I've never seen it. Um, I think this is the best... I don't know. I don't know about the best opportunity to get there because I mean, when you're in the number one seed and you're got one home game to go to get to the championship game, you think that's the best option. This is two home games to get there. Um, but I, I just I think I'll say this though: no, none of those other years, I believe, none of those other seasons that the Cowboys were, you know, the the number one seed or in the division or divisional round, they were never undefeated at home. Like they are this year, and and they they play, they play different at home, and this team is better. You know, this this team is is really really good right now. I mean, they they are they they can score some points. They think about why they they they're so good at home is they pass the ball around well. I mean, the the chemistry between Dak and CD is is outstanding. They got a kicker that can make kicks from fifty you know fifty sixty yards and. He's pretty, you know, it, it, they they kick it off in the end zone. I mean, like, boom, like you're never playing short fields or anything like that. Like, you know, the weird, quirky things that, that can hurt a team. Like it sort of looked like it was going to happen in Washington. So my point is, is that I don't I don't have a, a ton of confidence be, just because I've never actually been there. So, so when I think about being in there, like it, it's never happened. But when you just put me in the moment of like Cowboys versus Packers at home, I think they're going to win the game. And then they get to the next round, I think they'll win that game. So I don't, I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. What I'm saying is is in the moment, I think the Cowboys will win. So maybe I am thinking that they're going to get there. But to just say it blindly like, oh, you're going to get there, that's hard for me to say. And I'm a little superstitious too. So let's shut up. Don't ask me that question. Don't ask me that question because I don't know. I don't have a good answer to it. Um it's 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 tough, and, and and I and you guys are the same way. You guys are feeling it too. You don't want to get your hopes up because you've been burned before, but this team is getting your hopes up. So that's that's the the balance there. All right. Um, question from Ian, the mailman from Illinois, says: Are you c- still concerned about red zone efficiency? Had to sell for multiple field goals against the depleted Commanders team. 
Uh, he says he listens while de delivering in the central Illinois snowstorm. Be careful, Ian. Um, I don't know if I see it that way. Um, they had one red zone chance, and uh, they played it a little safe, and and then they kicked it and they got blocked. They 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 played that one safe after the fumble, um, and it got blocked and returned and all that, and then. I don't. He, that was you know. That was one field goal attempt, and he missed another one. I guess was that. I guess that was red zone. I don't remember exactly how far that one was. Um, and then he, of course he makes a fifty yarder. But they actually were pretty good in the red zone when you think about throwing the ball in. They ran it in with Pollard, threw one into Tolbert, threw one into Cooks, threw one into CD, threw two into CD. Actually, pretty strong in the red zone, honestly. So now. But you know, red zone's always always going to be an issue. I think they've done a lot better this year. Brian in Kansas City is now our next caller. Brian, yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Let's roll. What's what do you got? Well, we got a. Uh, I work as a substitute teacher. We got a snow day up here, so I guess I'm in the same snowstorm your texter was. Yeah, uh, is Illinois. In. Yeah, and then, and. It's, I don't know if that's the storm that's coming, but there is going to be something coming here. Uh, Roger that. Well, yeah. hey, glad we play in the dome then. Yeah. Get a freak snowstorm. We don't want that messing up the game, right? No, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, uh, so, you know, I was thinking about this uh, uh, this past week. I did think that they played a great game. You know, I had a little bit of special teams PTSD, no question, you know, with the with the, 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 the bad blocking and then the doink. And I was really glad they let him kick that one last yeah. time. You know, just, yeah, please give me something to hold on to. You and, know, and after. he did that on purpose. Yeah. I mean, McCarthy was like, he, he wanted it too. He wanted to see it as well. So that was, he, he actually purposely wanted to kick that so he could have, they all could have a better feeling about it. So, so worked out. Yeah, no question. Hey, so I got uh, one question for you. And an old timer. Um, my question is: Is do you know uh, that you work there? Do you know what the plan is? Assuming he's ready for Lyle Collins, Where, what position is he expected to be the backup to? And then my old timer is because you guys were talking about you and Irene were talking about people that were, and you brought up people that were tweeners before uh, Tyrone Crawford because yeah. sometimes he was a three, sometimes exactly. he was a five. He was kind of that tweener guy all his career, and I'll hang up and listen. Hey, yeah. have a great day, man. All right. Uh, thank you for for, uh, for the call. And, uh, yeah, I, Tyrone Crawford was the next guy I, I was thinking of there. I was kind of trying to move along. But, yeah, Tyrone Crawford's the same boat. Shout out to Tyrone Crawford. I just saw on social media he has uh, a, a new baby girl. That makes four little girls for him in the house. So, Good luck with that, Tyrone Crawford. Uh, I saw him not too long ago. He's he's, he's doing good. Um, he was a he was a good player. I mean, he really was. He because he, he was a guy. He was he was one of those. I mean, I wouldn't say the same level as as Tank, but one of those where you don't always appreciate kind of what those guys do. Um, and you know, it's hard to get stats when when you're playing in there. And he was in those where they were in three four and four three and all that. But uh, no, he was a, he was a good hard nosed player. Good guy too. Um, all right. Um, what was the question there? Uh, oh, Lyle. Um, I think, you know, every time you, like, I've asked the question, I've asked it a couple times, and it's just kind of like, is it guard or is it tackle? And it's like, yeah. So I, he's he's here to be a, a backup lineman and maybe learn both spots in, in, this, in this system and kind of be, you know, he could be a game day elevation guy. He's still in the practice squad. I mean, could be a situation where they just elevate him every time, you know. Um, um, he could be all, you know, if, if they have three games. I mean, just elevate him and make him a game day backup guy. That you know, if something happens in the game, he's probably good enough to play a little bit of both. I mean, kind of like Jason Peters was last year, who played a little bit of everything. So, I I, I don't know if it's a definitive answer. I think it's get a guy in here that. Knows the team, knows a lot of the players, knows the way they do things, and uh, he seems a little different. He's a little bit different this time around. Um, it, he's he's not he's you know he's a more mature. Lyle is, and 
Uh, he's been around a little bit, and I'm not I'm not sure if humbled is the right word. It's just it's just different and a little, little bit more business like. I I, I kind of walked past him um, on the plane yesterday, Monday, Sunday night. Sorry, two days ago. A lot of players having a good time. You know, they're just getting on the, on the plane, got the hats and everything, and a little bit more stoic. You know, and and, and of course. He's not going to be carrying on and stuff, you know what I mean? Because these guys won the championship. He just kind of got here. So he's just kind of handling it the right way. But even when I talked to him, it just seemed like he's he's kind of taking a different approach, more business-like, and he's had a really good workout, and I think he's doing a good job you know, early in the practices. So I think, I think it's a good thing to have, and we'll see what it means for the future. All right, Doc in Allentown, Pennsylvania, our next caller. Hey, Nick, I, I just want to give you uh, accolades. It, it was 124 redials before I could get through. So nice. You're a really popular program. Well, uh, good job. Good job for consistency and, uh, per, you know, being uh, persistent. Yeah. No, no, you, you're a great show. I watch, I watch and or listen to you every day. Um, just wanted to give you that accolade there. Thank you. But I, I, I know you're a historian, so I wanted to give you some background. My first Cowboy game that I remember, I was just a little boy, was the Green Bay Packers against the Dallas Cowboys for the NFL championship. It was the year of the first Super Bowl, and they didn't even call it the Super Bowl right. then. Because it was whoever won the NFL, that's the That was the champion, yeah. But so, And it was Don Meredith through that interception on fourth down. Broke my heart. And uh, we had first and goal, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he, the interception the, the next year was the ice right. year. Yeah, people forget and, that first one. And then there were two Cleveland. We lost to Cleveland in the first round. But the, the story I want to tell you is it's my recurring nightmare coming from my childhood. It was in Super Bowl five. It was Sports Illustrated called it the Blunder Bowl. It was uh, Dallas Cowboys against the then Baltimore Colts who had just gone over from the NFL because the NFL sent Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh over to the AFL. They were, those were old NFL teams. And I remember at the end of the game, Craig Morton rolling to his right, throws it across the middle, high pass, but off Dan Reeves' hands. Mike Curtis intercepts it, and it the worst kicker in the league, a guy named Jim O'Brien, kicks a field goal to beat us. Broke my heart. Uh, and but uh, and, and I still have – I had that nightmare again last night. That's one reason I thought to call in. Wow. But, but uh, on another note, you know, obscure Cowboys, here's one for you, who was a Hall of Famer for what he did with the San Diego Chargers, not for the Cowboys. But Lance Allworth had a couple of good years with us i remember yeah. silky smooth and with roger staubach and and him was was it was a great memory yeah um, arkansas now, arkansas razorback yeah yeah that's right but, um here's my question right. for you everybody seems to be looking past the green bay packers and uh, you know i take these one at a time i'm not looking to san francisco or or who yeah. we play the second round you got to win the first round and you know, that's, these are a good team. And so I don't think you can look past them. I think McCarthy's done a great job. Uh, and so just your thoughts on, yeah, you got to take this game seriously. Sure. I don't get another game. That's right. I don't think the Cowboys will be looking past them. Thanks for the call, doc. I don't think they will. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's easy to kind of ask the question where, you know, where they are here. And, and, and I got asked about championship game and 49ers. And I kind of started it when I said that I'll see in a few weeks. I mean, I was, joking i guess um no i don't no one's really looking past this one uh you, you you'd be you'd be ridiculous to do that um you know i, I think i think that you know that this is this is it i mean th- this is, is what what you play for and the and the packers are playing well right now you know they're they, they are they're here you know for for a reason they they've gotten themselves in position they, they're going to come in with a lot of confidence they're going to have a lot of fans in the stands um so you know, ex- expect that. I mean, that, that's that's what's going to happen here. But uh, you know, I, I don't think the Cowboys will be overlooking this one at all. All right, let's go to Tony. He's in Alexandria, Virginia. Nick, am I on? You are on. What's up, Tony? Hey, how you doing, sir? Good. What's up? Man, it's Tuesday, and I'm already nervous. 
I'm with you, man. I kind of like wish this was a Saturday game. Like, I know it's just go. because, God, but because it's this is it. I mean, there's no tomorrow. There's right. no you know if, if we if we if we you know uh, so happen to lose the game, there's no next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the off season. So my thing is, I'm just hoping and praying. Hoping and praying about something because when when Zach, I wasn't paying attention or watching the game uh, um, live the first part of the game. I had to catch up with it, and uh, I was kind of kind of following along with my phone. And when I found out Zach, I was like, "You got to be kidding me! What? Mm-hmm. Zach Martin is out? How? Why? What? Yeah. You know?" And so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, you're just hoping, you know, nothing fluky happens, um, you know, during the course of the week. Um, you know, remember a couple of years ago when Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot in practice, and and then this year with what's name um, uh, with uh, Tyron Diggs going down with the Achilles. So you're hoping we just make it through, you know, practice and everything okay. But um, I really don't have any 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 questions because you kind of answered them during the first part of the this uh, today's. Um, show and and like i said it's just a matter of you know trying to make it through the week and get into the game and calming the nerves until the game actually starts so yeah well i'm with you there i mean i i i'm you know i I said that like man i wish the game was on saturday and then i'm like oh sorry you know i feel bad for saying that with like gilmore and um you know tyler smith like no let's give them a full full week to recover you know what i mean they they need it we'll we'll be fine We'll, we'll be fine here this week um, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, we've, we've been talking about it for a long time. I mean, they've been in the playoffs now for what, four weeks now. And really for about half the season, you knew they were going to be a playoff team. Right, so it's right, kind of like right. everything that happened now, where's the seating? They matter for the seating and all that stuff. And the Cowboys really never overlooked anyone or anything. So give them credit for that. But, you know, it's easy for the fans to try to, pole vault themselves into the playoffs like let's go let's go so now we're here you know now now we're here yeah. and, and really like the last caller said there's no reason to move past it um right and one, one thing one and also if one season has taught you anything about this season how things can change so much because i mean several weeks ago everybody's like well we're gonna be locked in the 50 we're gonna be locked in the 50 now all of a sudden it just boom it changed and all of a sudden philly loses loses several games and then we're in the second seat it's like wow how all that changed and just a flip. So, you know, when we go into the playoffs, you know, anything can happen. What if Brock Purdy comes out and has a bad game? It could happen. They get bounced out. And then we're the we're the first seed because, you know, we're in the number two slot. So, you know, anything can happen. Let's cross our fingers and um, and uh, pray that uh, we, we uh, make it through and uh, go Cowboys. All right. Good stuff there. Thanks, uh, Tony. Uh, seems like he's got the uh, – Opinion, attitude, mindset of a lot of fans right now. Just, just, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not, it's not nervous. Well, some people might be. I think it's just anxious. I think that's the word. You're just, everyone's just kind of anxious about the game because we've been here before. We've seen it. But, uh, you know, I say it all the time enjoy the ride. Like this whole season's a roller coaster. Enjoy the ride. This seems like the part in the ride, you know, where it gets where you're kind of starting to creep up, 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 up. You know, there's a big, you know, there, there's like this big loop coming, and it's that slow, like you know, kind of the rackety sound of like, you know, getting up there, and it's slow, and you know, it's about to happen. You don't know when. Boom. This is that part where you're kind of creeping up there, and you're like, you know, you're kind of like, all right, this has been fun, you know, but like, what's next? And this is where we are. Right here in the roller coaster ride, where you know it's about to hit, it's just taking forever to get there. That's my analogy for the day. All right, seventh caller, Tom Collins, in South Padre Island. Your name is Tom Collins, and you're in South yes. Padre. Yes. I just want to call and uh, comment. I've been a a Cowboy fan since 1961 when my dad brought our first TV home. Okay. 
I, I, I love the Cowboys. Uh, like any other Cowboy fan, I've seen the ups and downs. But the parallel I'm seeing this year uh, to the 1993 Cowboys Super Bowl team was that we played Green Bay in the playoffs first and then went on to beat Buffalo. And I'm just hoping and praying that we'll see the same thing again this time around. Mm. The correlation of how this comes about is just uh, amazing. Uh, we had a less-than-stellar, great but not outstanding stellar, uh, game last year uh, when we got knocked out once again by San Francisco. And I remember us going to San Francisco and playing there when we were not expected to win. But then Aikman hit Harper on a long pass, and here we go. Here we go. So uh, I'm hoping to see the same thing again. Uh, but I appreciate your show. I watch it all the time. And how do you think uh, if we play at San Francisco, this will play out? Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks for the call, Tom. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, first time caller. Definitely for Tom Collins. Definitely first time caller from South Padre. Um, respectfully, I'm not gonna say. I'm not. Let's don't do that. Let's don't go there with with, with San Francisco. Uh, we'll have five shows. Leading up to that, if, if if that happens, if the Cowboys get there, and let's be honest, if they get there, they've got to win too. You know, they, they've got to, they've got to get. So let's let's don't let's don't go there. And and I'm I'm not trying to sidestep that. It's just that this you know, like a lot of the callers said. I mean, this is the focus. The Cowboys got to beat the Packers. They've got to do that. I think that they they will. I think that they should. I think they're a better football team. But they were a better football team than the Cardinals back in Week Three. They they they're a better team. I still, I still think they're a better team than Buffalo. I mean, I, I, I do. I know they played terrible in that game. Uh, we, we've seen it. Um, so let's, let's, let's focus on, on, on what, what it is here. And um, you know, I, I think if that matchup happens, that'll be, that'll be crazy. Now, one thing you know that that you said though, you're kind of seeing it, seeing it lined together, or maybe you know, Buffalo, San Francisco, Green Bay, and all that. I believe that was the road in '93. That's 30 years ago. I mean, I think it was San Francisco. I mean, it was Green Bay in the divisional, San Francisco, uh, you know, and the, and then and then in Buffalo. But maybe maybe that that happens again. But you know, it starts with with Green Bay. You, you got to do that. You got to beat them. You got to you got to show that you're you know you're here because because you were dominant at home. You know, they 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 took care of business at home. Give them credit for that. Eight straight wins at home. That that put eight right there, and then they've gone and they went four and five on the road. It's been a tough road for them, but you know they beat the teams they were supposed to beat pretty much on the road. And um, you know I saw the other day um, where the top top eight teams in the league right now like odds to win the Super Bowl. Top eight, the Cowboys of course are in there. So the other seven teams, you know the Cowboys played six games against those seven uh, those seven teams, two against Philly. But but some of the other teams, I mean, they played six. They did not play Baltimore. Did not play Kansas City. Two and four, in those versus those six. And of course, the home and road. Two home, four on the road. So they they had some tough road games. Of course, they they played some good teams. Some of them they played well. Some of them they didn't. But you know, they took their good home team. They're actually they're a phenomenal home team. So you hope that that carries on into the playoffs. All right, next caller is Dorn in Vancouver. Washington. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Good. How are you, Dorn? Well, I'm only two miles from Oregon, so I can be your first Oregon caller. Oh, you got to jump. Not. Yeah, you got to cross over. Cross over and uh, then call. Yeah. Should have ran over the bridge. Should have. Hey, I've got a, been listening since 06. This is my first time caller to this show. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. I do have a trivia update or correction and then a question. Oh, man. So Trivia update. A couple, well, a couple of people have called and said that they think your comment of he's got an ass has replied or is about Ronald Leary. And I actually, and I think you may have said that about him, but I do think the first time you brought that up was when they signed 340-pound Montre Holland. Hmm. I don't know I don't, about that. Because he's got an ass. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
Somebody said it was research to go back and find for that. Somebody said it was Xavier Suafilo. I hadn't heard that one. And I thought it was Montre. <sighs> Montre's got Montre's got other references, um, but not not that one. I don't think. Right. I don't think that. Maybe one. I'm wrong on that. Yeah. I got a funny. Ones, I have a funny Montre Holland story. I I think that I need to tell when this call's done. Montre Holland. Yeah, I'll tell that. Excellent. Story. Okay. What, so then, my question is: So I've been hearing a lot of talk about the non-holding calls on Micah, ten, eleven games in a row now. Mm-hmm. Is there a place to find stats to see has that happened to the other top ten pass rushers? Have any of them gone through ten, eleven games of not having calls? I mean, to say Micah's not getting them is one thing, but if nobody's getting them, then that doesn't really mean anything. Maybe check out those other players' podcasts and see if they're talking about it and complaining about it. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> I don't point. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. It's a, it's amazing, though. He had got a holding call. I mean, come on. Leads, it the, is. leads the league. We all see it. Well, he leads the league in pressures. I mean, he's getting there. It's not like he's not getting, you know, he's getting there. He's got 14 sacks. He's got like 100-something pressures. You, you, you know, you would thank it. But, you know, go back to, you know, the, these, this last game. They didn't, they didn't call a lot of anything, really. They didn't call holding that much yeah. on either team. So, I kind of like the way that game was officiated. It really wasn't. Wasn't that bad at all. All right. Thanks, Nick. Go Cowboys. All right. Thank you, Dorn. Reminds me of the movie uh, Major League uh, from the, th- the first one, of course. The, the only really good one in that series. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Dorn. But not not you talking about the movie. Good call. And, uh, yeah, we. I really don't think we have an Oregon call. I think Oregon's la- Oregon is the one we need now. Uh, so maybe Dorn's going to make a little drive and – Go to the, go to the uh, gas station there and make a call from Morgan. I guess that that still counts. Uh, all right, good stuff there. Um, what was the truth? All right, uh, here we go. Okay, let's go to Pastor James. He's in Midland, Texas. Pastor James. Hey, Nick, how's it going today, brother? Good. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hope all and everybody is well. You know, I'm not one that really believes in curses, and it's been a couple of weeks since you and I have talked, but um, I do believe in divine intervention because, you know, how back in the day they said that Texas Stadium had the hole in the top so that God could look down and uh, watch his son coach football. Yeah. And, you know, so throughout all that situation and stuff, I – I believe that now that Jimmy uh, Johnson has been put into that ring of honor, I believe that it was divine intervention that everything has worked out the way that it has because I've been telling guys at my job that are Cowboy fans, I said, man, I really believe that the Cardinals can beat the Eagles and with the way the Giants played them in Philadelphia, I really believe that when they go to MetLife Stadium, that the Giants can put it on the Eagles. And lo and behold, everything came out exactly the way that I thought it would. Plus, I really don't look at it as a bad thing that um, um, our offensive line had a few, you know, nicks and cuts in it this weekend because it helped uh, Bass and Hoffman be able to get some playing time at an opportunity where – you know, Washington wasn't using really all of their main players. Now, true, they did have one of those uh, big dogs up there. But I really feel like Hoffman and Bass came a long way, and, and I really like that that dog that Hoffman has in him. I mean, yeah. I believe it'll, it'll help our offensive line to even be stronger just in case something else may pop up, which we're hoping it won't. But, you know, just in case, they have some, you know, they got some good playing time throughout this whole game. And and I really feel good about this Green Bay game because it's time for the Cowboys to be able to uh, get one back on Green Bay. And I believe that this is going to be the time and the opportunity. And hopefully I'll get the call back before the week is over and give a prediction on the score, brother. So y'all have a good rest of the show, and I'll hang up. and, And we'll talk to you later, brother. I like it. Thanks for the call, James. Uh, Pastor James, Midland, Texas. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, it is time. Uh, I had said earlier on the last caller we had uh, from Dorn, I talked about he, he thinks um, that comment that I made that's <laughs> it was about Montre Holland. I don't think that's the case, honestly. I don't think it was about Montre. But I was going to tell a, a story about 
Montre. Uh, I don't remember what I had done a, a the feature on him or something like that where I had I had contact him, and um, but but then about two years later, I'm at Disney on Ice. Got my my little daughter. She's about six years old. We're at the Disney on Ice, which is a skate you know figure skating thing, Disney theme, all that. And I've spent like two hundred dollars with all kinds of you know little cups and all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, and I uh, took a photo of my daughter, sent it to my mom, all that. She didn't respond like for the whole day. I thought she would, you know, would love that. Turns out I actually sent that picture to Montre Holland. I didn't, I didn't do that right. And that, and I was, you know, user error, obviously messed up a mom sent to Montre Holland. So he never responded about that, but I, I can't imagine him just kind of, he, he was a kind of a cool guy, just chill, you know, probably just looked at this like, what the, <laughs> what the hell? So Anyways, so it's a funny story to me. First when I figured it out, I don't know if that was funny. All right, let's go. Uh-oh. That's what I love about this show. You call out a state and they just and they bring it. All right. So sorry, Dorn, you don't have to go across the tracks anymore to Oregon. We got you. Moro. Yes, sir. From Oregon. That's what I'm talking about. Moro from Oregon. Yes, which hey. First time, first time <laughs> yeah, caller. First time call. Here first we go. Time caller, here. long time listener. I uh, love I it. I just kind of was, was listening this morning. I keep, I'm here at work, kept going back and forward. I heard, hey, we need some, oh, man, I just called in. I know people keep calling in, and it takes a little bit to get in. Hey, man, second call I got in, so I appreciate it, guys. Two calls. There you go. That, that's kind of how you have to do it. You have to listen. As soon as I say, all right, man, have a good day. See you later. That's what you have to think. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, I, I just wanted to say, hey, appreciate the show. I've, I've been listening to you quite a while. I, I've loved listening to you guys and Dave Hellman back in the day and Broadus. It's funny to say back in the day now. but Yeah. Uh, and uh, just real quick, uh, I guess not necessarily my favorite player, but one that I'll call out is just Roy Williams. Watching him, uh, the, the safety, the, yeah. watching him basically just lay people out and yeah, uh, the, the aggression that he played with, stuff like that. Uh, just real quick, I fell I fell in love with the Cowboys during the uh, Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. The uh, Thurman Thomas goal line stand. Oh, that's uh, one of my you know. favorite plays of all time. Yep, when I, Ken I, Norton. I was a little bit younger. Yep, Ken Norton. Uh. I was a little bit younger. Saw that play, and that's when like my eyes opened up. Like, what? You could do that. You could do that. That yeah, that yeah. was the play. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite plays of all time really because it was one of those moments in the game where it's like we're better than you we're better yep. you're here yep. good job for getting to the one but you're just <laughs> not strong enough and if you look at that photo there's a there's a photo his hand is actually up it's it's Kenneth Davis is the running back it's like in, right. inside the face mask like right right there touching his face and it's just you know with his dad was being a, a boxer Ken Norton and I remember yep. the call from Dick Enberg. He said, "Ken Norton with the KO." It was that was that was an awesome that was an awesome moment though. <laughs> yeah, that was a great uh, so telling play. The the cherry on top for that one was my my aunt. She kind of like you know the the devil's advocate type personality, so she always went against whatever we were kind of going for. So she was going real heavy for Buffalo at the time. Oh, and uh, my dad came out and dropped off a little bucket in front of her and said. Uh, here you go for your tears. And to me at that age, I, I just thought it was the funniest thing. So you compound those things together. And that's where I fell in love with the sport and wow. let alone the Cowboys. Awesome. So originally I'm from Texas. We moved up here quite a while ago. So All right. Well, the, my, my blood is from there. Yeah. yeah y- y'all, y'all said, you know what? Screw this uh, Texas summer. heat. <laughs> We're going to Oregon. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we, we moved up here in 92. So I, I got, spoiled with those you know with those years and then i've been humbled ever since so there you go i'm excited for what's coming uh i would call myself one of those more mellow you know humbled humble yeah. fans but i'm excited uh to see what happens all right well we appreciate if i could just it. mention one more thing yeah. we, all, we all get together every cowboy game we go to my mom's house that's what we do up here in oregon everybody knows us as the as the cowboy fans up here so we'll do it man y'all have a great great uh time this weekend hopefully there's a few more weekends of y'all getting together uh, oh, watching yeah. the games, so we're awesome. looking for it. Appreciate your time. Thanks uh, for the call. What you do, thank you guys so much. All right, Moro from Oregon. I think that's I think that's the it. I think that's fifty states right there. Uh, we'll do a little more research, but boom, awesome. All right, one more caller, Darian in Houston. Last one. It's time, Nick. It's time. It's, it's it. time to do it, man. It's time. Man, I love it's, it. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, 
I, you're I, a busy guy. I just want to congratulate you on a successful season with your show. Thank uh, you. Your show has been really cool this year. I, uh, I kind of just have to call you. in and stuff. I appreciate that. I love it. I love it. It's been yeah, a lot man. of fun. And I give a lot of credit to Chris in the back. I know I say that a lot, but he does a lot of these shows, but he works 10 times as hard on this just because of all the calls and the text messages and stuff like that. So I give him a lot of credit. We And we've had a lot of fun doing it together. So doing the yeah, man, show together. Yeah, I appreciate together, you geez. guys getting us in there. It's funny. My, my wife would make fun of me every morning. I wasn't working. I would try to call in, and she just she didn't get it. She didn't understand it, but it's, this is just – this is the the ultimate celebratory tradition slash coping mechanism I think we have as as Cowboys fans. Um, so that, that kind of got me thinking. Uh, a quick question about you, and then just some comments about the game. I, I love you, just like a steel trap of knowledge and football trivia. I, but I'm wondering, does that ever get you in trouble at home with your wife? Like, oh, you could remember this, this, yes. and this about the '89 yes. season, yes. but you can't remember what I asked you to get from yes. the grocery store last week. <laughs> yes, it does, and and and, you, and thanks for bringing it up. So yeah, it'll probably get me in trouble again with her. Hey, yeah, man, well, no, I mean I, she 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 um, knows that you know there's a lot of cowboy history and, and knowledge, but yeah, yeah, it uh, it does happen. I mean, I just short term memory is not not as good uh, for sure. Well, keep fighting the good fight. Uh, and I just I just wanted to say, dude, I think I saw some encouraging things from the running game this week. Yep. Um, Throughout the season, I've seen a lot of, like, Tony Pollard, like, doing, like, scuttle back behind his lead blockers and then, like, falling into a hole for two or three yards. But this week I really saw him fall on his black and then uh, his blocks and then, boom, mm-hmm. foot planted up the field. Uh, so he looked pretty decent. And then Rico looked quick. I'm glad he had some time to rest up yeah. from whatever, you know, injuries he had going on. Um, but it's time, dude. It's time. It's time to stand on business this week and right. uh, really, really let them know who we are. You know, I, I, I'm kind of with Irene who called in earlier about, you know, being a little worried about Jordan Love. You know, he's quick. He can run. He's thrown 32 touchdowns this season. You know, like, they're clicking. But, I mean, this is his first playoff game. Make it look like it. There Dak, you go. You're, you're, you're the vet. Show up and, and, and show, him, show, him, uh, show him what you got. And then uh, just real quick, uh, favorite football movie since I haven't called in a while is The Little Giants mm-hmm. and then another one called Facing the Giants. It's kind of a – Low-budget film. Never seen it. It's really cool. The worst football movies are uh, The Silver Linings Playbook and Invincible for obvious reasons. (laughs) Um, And then uh, favorite Cowboy of all time, Jason Witten. And random Cowboys player, Sam Hurd. Anyways, let's do this. Let's do this this week, man. All right, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know how random Sam Hurd is uh, as a player. But uh, uh, anyways, good good stuff. Good stuff. I love how, how he's like... I love how he says, for obvious reasons, I don't like Invincible because it's an Eagles movie, but it's all about little giants, you know, who also they have to beat the Cowboys to win. But a little different, cute kids movie for sure. All right, good stuff. Thank you, Darian, for the call. And thank you for actually my headline for the, the, I always have to write the headline out for, that's it. That's going to be the headline. It's time. It's time. I know it's Tuesday, so it's really not time, but it is. So I'm going to go for it. It's time. Uh, Great stuff. Great calls as always. I got to get out of here. Cowboys break is coming in here in a few minutes. So stay on uh, the stream for that so you can check them out. So for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow. Cowboys Storyline. It's time. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?